Player. And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace. So, another fun episode in Season 2. Or and it's it's new special individual podcast called the uh, COVID Cast. <laughs> How are you guys handling it at home? <laughs> Jace? Uh yeah. Um, nothing has really changed for me. Um, I still have to go to work. Uh, it's just nice to get on the train every day and not not have everybody on there with me. I feel like I've got my own personal train limo service. Um, the city is incredibly quiet. It it reminds me a lot of. It's not, not the best comparison, but it reminds me a lot of Christmas time, just in terms of how many people are around. Um, but those people that are around are definitely acting as though nothing crazy is going on. Um, although people do keep to their 1.5 metres. I've, I've found a lot of shops and things like that have like little X's on the ground, a little sign saying, keep your distance. Yeah, true. Um, and it's kind of nice to see certain businesses um, like find a way to sort of survive. Like... Um, what was it? There's a there's a, a gin company. Um, I've forgotten the name of them. They're a really famous gin company. But basically, they started making hand sanitizer instead of gin. Um, oh, and yeah, and no, then no, just uh, even I that, like, gin. there's a there's a chain we have. Go ahead. You can still get gin, Jono. Um, it, it, can, can can you drink this hand sanitizer? No, you don't. Don't uh, want to confuse uh, that. I mean, look, yeah, you know, desperate times and all, but yeah, um, but yeah, no. Uh, apart from that, um. Yeah, same, same old, same old. It's um, I'm just curious to see when they sort of lock us down a little bit more, and and, and we have to stop going into the office altogether. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm finding way. um because I have to go to work as well. Yeah, half of us are going and half of us aren't there, so it's you know very different at work at the moment. Obviously, the role has changed dramatically in what we're all doing. Um, but yeah, it's I'm finding it's ridiculously busy. Um. But there's a lot of people doing incredible work. A lot of the essential services, frontline workers yeah. that are just, oh, I couldn't imagine. I've got a few friends who have partners who are in the field. Um, one who's a nurse who's running her own, um, who, who basically runs the floor. And he says, like, he has it's his, it's just brand new wife. They've only been married for a few months. And he says, it's just crazy. And she comes home and they have to, you know, basically take different rooms in the house and, Harley sees her and he's oh, doing, wow. you know, he's having to go to work as well. So, yeah, it's very crazy times for everybody. One thing I will say, though, is that now that we've all been home a lot on the weekends, I've enjoyed playing a lot of Warzone with you guys. Oh, you beat me to it. I was going to say exactly that. The, the, the gaming together has been so much fun. It almost reminds me of the Halo 2 days. Yeah, and the number of people playing online now, like, you, you, it's so easy to get a game. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. It definitely is. It's um, yeah. I mean, we you can kind of feel like the impact of the amount of people that are online, though. Like, I mean, Joe and I, we both have MBN, and 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 Jono, you still got ADSL, but even then, like, I I can sort of see the impact when we're playing Warzone. You know, there's like a lot of lag and and things like that at time, and um, yeah, even even just my general internet connection isn't what it was, what it used to be, just oh. due to congestion, but. I mean, that's what happens when people stop stop watching Netflix at peak times and Netflix is suddenly something people are watching all day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, can you imagine these companies like they, they they're not wanting to they're not wanting to um profit from this, I'm sure. Like nobody wants this to be happening, but the video game industry, it, it is I think it's gonna change in terms of the online kind of infrastructure if 
um, oh, what, what's it called? The Google streaming Stadia. Like, mm. I wonder, I wonder if that's picked up business, like since all this has kind of gone on, because you know, it's not easy to go and buy a console now. Like, you know, GameStop tried and EB tried to kind of um, say that they're essential services, but that's kind of all slowing down at the moment. People aren't going out. I've certainly bought um, more digitally lately. I bought Doom digitally. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it's the video game industry is is right for it. And for everybody who's at home in extended periods of time, like what what a better investment of a hundred dollars or you know equivalent wherever you are in the world than buying a video game that you can spend sixty hours in and whatnot. It's yeah, it's good. Oh, I couldn't agree more. So Stadia, as you mentioned, wasn't doing particularly well sort of before all of this. Um, but I mean, Stadia itself anyway, isn't a particularly good product. It, no. it just wasn't able to, to keep up with the demand and, you know, they were promising 4k gaming on, yeah. on something as simple as a Chromecast ultra. Um, I don't think that in, in, in the battle of streaming, uh, at least when it comes to video games, Stadia will, will be a contender, which is crazy because they've got that Google money behind them. Um, but it's, it's sort of times like this that really test globally, um, the, the bandwidth and the strain that that's on, on our networks to see who will come out on top. It, it really feels as though at this point, PlayStation isn't even really a contender at all. Um, you know, G- Google are, has sort of trying. Um, NVIDIA are, aren't doing too bad, although, you know, not as many people have the, the Shield as a, as a device, or at least using it as a gaming device, mm. which leaves Xbox in the unique situation where they're offering a cloud-based service. But on top of that, they're also doing like local streaming. Um, and both of those things seem to work pretty well. Yeah. Do you mean full game downloads for local streaming or do you actually mean local streaming? Well, you've got xCloud, um, which I from what I understand is is the ability to be able to just have a game that's on your account and you can, you can stream it directly from Microsoft's Azure servers. But then there's also the local streaming where um, you have the ability to connect using your mobile phone um, or, or other device, or even even a Windows 10 device, and, and have your home actually host the game instead. And, and that makes a big difference. Nobody else is really offering anything like that, as far as I'm aware, where your own home internet connection, which is specific for you, is, is what's actually hosting your game. That's cool. That's really mm. cool. That's really cool. So any favorite moments in gaming this yeah. week? Joe, Jace? Oh, it's got to be, it's got to be Warzone. I think I, I've been, I've been playing a lot of Doom as well. Mm. Um, I think you're further along in me than me in that, Jono. I just um, got a notif- I'm playing on PC. You're on Xbox, correct? Yeah, and I just got a notification saying uh, I'm in the Fortress of Doom, and it said uh, if you want to unlock anything, do it now because from this point onwards, you will not be able to return uh, to the Fortress of Doom until the end of the game. Oh wow. Yeah, so I'm on the last. Is two. there actually something in it called the Fortress of Doom? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a floating castle that is basically your base floating above the earth. Um, it's there's storyline plot parts to it, and there's stuff you can unlock in it that you know un- add to your unlockables and give you extra abilities and stuff. And there's a weapon in there that if you unlock these challenges within the normal levels, will unlock this extra weapon. So. It's um yeah, it's been fun, and I unlocked that. It reminds me of. Oh, nice! It reminds me of um in the Justice League cartoon where they've got their like base floating in space, and then you can get in a portal and be taken anywhere on on, in the world. It's the watch. That's what it's called. Yeah, Yeah. 
No, it's really cool. It's funny though how it's like, you know, your base, but you can't access everything in there. I know there's, it's explained in the game why and whatnot, but um, I, I found that really funny with all these locked doors. I'm like, yeah. come on, he's Doom guy. He'll just break in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, it is a, it's an incredible game. game. Yeah, fantastic. A lot of fun. Yeah, and you, 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 Johnny, Johnny, you played the, the last Doom game only recently, right? Yeah, like a week before Doom Eternal came out, I finished it. Yeah. So what are you finding the big differences between the two? I, I'm actually really surprised at how well integrated the stories between them are. At first, I didn't think they had when I first started um, Doom Eternal because it didn't look like you are picking up exactly in any point that's sort of really well tied into the, the last game. But as it goes on, you realize how well and how closely integrated those two games are. So, um, yeah, a lot of fun. Sorry, a lot of birds in the background. I decided to have a, a field <laughs> That's all right. And see, I, I played the, the other Doom when it came out. It didn't have a dash button in it, the other one, did it? Oh. Or did know. it have a dash button? No, I think it did. Yeah, it did. It did. See, I'm feel, I, I remember the last one being really fast, but I'm feeling like this one here, like I'm basically skating around. I've, I've just got an ability where if I do a glory kill, I gain a speed boost after. And like I'm just skating around, just taking everybody out. I'm loving it. I've got the super shotgun that has a grappling hook on it yeah, as well, which is my favorite weapon. And um, oh, it's just, it's, it's like ballet. It's beautiful. Like the movement in the game. And I really like the, um, the challenges. So JC, you come up against these, uh, you, you find these orbs basically in the sky, in the sky, these orbs on these little pedestals. And then it takes you to like a, a challenge room where you've got to wipe out a whole bunch of enemies that get progressively harder and harder. The Slayer game. And it's just insane. Like I'm doing, I don't know about this. Yeah. And I don't know about you, Johnny, but it's taking me, you know, a good sometimes half an hour to do one of them. And yeah, it just, it does. It becomes like a, a memory game of all right. This guy, I got these types of enemies first. I'm going to go go at them, you know, and then kind of leave the little ones for picking up my health. I'm going to flame them because when you flame enemies, they drop armor shards, uh, and it's like really strategic. I'm finding it great that's in that regard. Like I'm really enjoying the strategy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is, switching to uh, and this is where Jace would. Um, would find this really funny. Switching to Warzone and also um, uh, Modern Warfare's normal multiplayer, I found we were playing that earlier today. And as we're, you know, trying to capture the objectives and such, I find myself pushing the dash button to dodge shots coming to me and, and duck behind cover <laughs> and then realizing it's not going to happen. And podcasting remotely means that we dropped out for a second there. You didn't notice, but we certainly did. So <laughs> we were talking about assassinations, Joe. Um, yes. Doom. And they're beautiful, aren't they? They're, they're, they're just, um, they're so brutal. And there's a, a, a perk you can get in the game. I'm not sure if perk is the right word, where you can make the the assassinations or the glory kills, sorry, go quicker. And I'm like, why would I ever rune. want to do that? I love watching them. <laughs> they're rune. Have you? Uh... Yeah. So did you, did you, did you make that one? Did you, did you, have you chosen that one, Jono? Yeah, I have. I've been using it a lot, actually. Um, it just speeds up the animation, which is good because so, especially if you're in a rhythm, it helps to move a bit faster. I, I just enjoy watching it too much. Like you can come at them from different angles and, you know, there, there's so much variety to them this time around. I really think it's um, it's part of the charm of the game. It's really funny. Oh, definitely. Um, and, definitely. The way, and the way that any kind of interaction in a cutscene ends 
Um, I put that article up on Versus Player about can you play Doom in front of your kids? Um, and I put a, you know, a nice picture there. And you can imagine how that, how that video plays out um, in the game. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely... Assassination kills have always been pretty satisfying in first-person shooters. I think, like, it might have been Halo 2 or 3. I yes. can't remember which one had it. It might have even been Reach. Um, you, you guys are no better than I would. Yeah, but Reach there were assassinations assassination. you could complete in that. Yeah, and they were they were always sort of fairly difficult to do. I mean, to get up that close to somebody without them hearing you and then, and then potentially take them out just to have it possibly interrupted um, was always sort of... You know, it was like a heart-pounding kind of moment, and I think that that's probably um, what modern warfare has done. It's it's borrowed heavily from from sort of that Halo-style assassination, but they've you know each of the operators that are in this have their own different ways of taking people out, and there are multiple ways you can you can do it per operator. Oh, um, nice. You know, even even the new operator that just came out calls a calls a dog onto <laughs> oh, wow. onto the player to kill them, um, and you know you have to pay you have to pay money for that, but um, a, a lot of people are, are happy to do so. Um, or even, you know, even Ghost with his sort of stabbing them and then getting down on one knee and shooting them in the head. But the uh, thing is, awesome. th- those uh, those assassinations can, can be interrupted. And, um, you know, the, the payoff is worth it. I mean, you, you get you get a decent XP bonus for pulling it off, but more often than not, either your own teammates will kill that person before you <laughs> finish the animation, or even worse, the enemy team will take you out before you finish it off, which would save save their teammate. Yeah. Um, and I, I always find myself sort of rushing in there trying to complete them wherever I can. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a cool moment. I've been loving modern warf- modern warfare as mostly for Warzone. I haven't even tried the the campaign yet, so I'm really looking forward to that. But Doom's been occupying my time, so I'm looking forward to getting an assassination. Unfortunately, I find it so much harder in that than I do in Doom. <laughs> there is though a <laughs> multiplayer section to yeah, Doom, no- which I haven't even tried. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's a two two verse one. So one yeah. of the, one of the players is a one of the demons, correct? Correct. And oh, two demons, the doom two guy? demons, and one doom guy. Cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. No, is I'm, that the whole multiplayer? Or is that just the mode? No, that's the whole multiplayer. I think. I don't have so to. So you don't have like a team deathmatch style. Um, I'd have to look. To be honest with you, the single player has been occupying me so much, and. When it comes to multiplayer, if I'm not playing it with you guys, which is where I seem to have the most fun with multiplayer, I don't usually look. Yep. Uh, playing a first-person shooter on keyboard and mouse, I'm, I'm actually finding, I've got to say, difficult to use all of the buttons. Um, I'm assigned lots of things to my mouse, but it's nothing like a controller, hey? Like, even with the controller, when you've got the option of pressing LB and then having a secondary function for the face buttons... I find that that's amazing. And in PC, like I'm spreading my keys all around and I'm trying different combinations. But like to read, you know, with you got, so you've got two grenade options in Doom, yeah. but you have to press a button to cycle through your grenades. Yep. And I'm finding I just can't do that in the middle of all the action. It's just too fast. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess, yeah, I'm a bit, a bit out of practice with the keyboard and mouse, but geez, it looks beautiful on PC and it runs so well and it, I turn it on and I'm in a game within seconds. Like it is, there's no loading time. It's so cool. There's definitely some loading time on my end. (laughs) Jace, have you been playing anything? And and Jace, I know you've not. Yeah, I was just going to say, he's not been playing Doom, but you've been playing like another really brutal game, haven't you, with Jen? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. um, So I've been playing 
Animal Crossing here and there, although it's not really my town anymore. I have a feeling it's uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to get evicted soon. Yeah. Um, no, Jen's Jen's into it in a big way, um, and the kind of hours that I'm I'm pulling on Modern Warfare, she's doing the same in Animal Crossing. Um, but they, yeah, there couldn't be sort of more polar opposite games between Animal Crossing and Doom, and oh, by no. extension, Modern Warfare. Um, but I'll tell you what, it's it's popular, like, and it's come it's come at a time where I think a lot of people needed it. Um, it's yeah. it's a very accessible game for people who don't typically play um, play video games, and you you'll find a lot of these um, Instagram influencers. I think that's what they call themselves. Yep. Um, uh, you know, you know, they they can't go out anymore. They can't take pictures of milkshakes and stuff. So they've basically <laughs> got to play. Uh, they've basically got to play something that um, you know is colourful and pretty and nice, or, or find something inside to to be able to their audience. Um, and Animal Crossing has definitely become that for a lot of people. Um, but I mean, look for those who don't know about it, which I'd be pretty surprised to hear. It's it's all over the news, regardless of whether or not you you play games or not. Um, you you enter this town filled with a variety of different um, <laughs> different animals, and it's completely random chances to which one you'll get. Although in this one, you do have a little bit a little bit more control over it, um, and everything is done in real time. So every minute that passes in real life, it passes in game, uh, and everything about it is um, incredibly slow paced. Uh, there isn't really any quality of life improvements that I can see in this Animal Crossing in comparison to the others. So to explain that a little bit better. Um, to the exception of autosave, where in the original game, if your uh, DS crashed or if you booted out, this guy named Rossetti, who was a mole, would basically chastise you saying, you know, you got to save your game. If you don't mm-hmm. save your game, bad things will happen. Um, in this one, autosave has, has taken over. But um, very much like the last games, everything that you do is, you know, you catch a fish. It tells you the fish you caught. The You make the same comment about catching this particular type of fish. Um, you put the fish in your pocket. You cast your rod, you start again. Or if you want to sell things, um, you know, there is the ability now to be able to sell things in bulk. But, um, you know, if you want to donate stuff, you've got to have it then, you know, assess a fossil before you can actually um, submit the fossil to the museum. And it's all these sorts of things that Nintendo have refused to change. And the fans dislike it, but they're also so used to it. It's almost as if they let you do all these you know, these big changes and stuff like that, that, um, that, you know, that the fans would get upset about that as well. If it, were, if it was yeah. too different from, from what it was before. That's really It cool. sounds a little bit to, like the opposite of what um, you said uh, they did with the Monster Hunter, uh, the new Monster Hunter game, where they made all these changes that made it more accessible for the non-fans, but also kept it, you know, in the same kind of realm of what the fans really liked. Whereas this you're saying, it's there's a lot of there's there's slow pace to it it sounds like a turnoff for me um look it depends i mean if you're playing a game like doom absolutely um and i don't know there are there are very few games out there now that really do force you to slow down i mean even even a game like stardew valley um which by its very nature is a is a slow paced kind of game um it's still there's still a lot of quality of life things there in terms of how you sell things in bulk and how you travel around and all that sort of stuff. You know, you've got yeah. a horse and, and all this kind of stuff. In in Animal Crossing, you just move around the same way. Even selecting tools, you know, you've got to cross like a little river or a lake, um, and to do that, you have to equip your pole so that you can pole vault over the lake. But to go in every single time and do that can become tedious for a lot of people. 
um, it really forces you to slow down. But the game has so much charm that you accept it. You accept it for what it is. Um, you know, this is this is the sort of game that's like there is no rush. Like you don't have to pay off your your, your, your crippling mortgage early, and you know, to have that slightly <laughs> bigger house. Um, you know, you do things as you want to do them. Maybe you're going to cut down that tree so you can sit on a log and just watch the sunset. Um, and, you know, the animals will come by and, and they'll sort of see what you're doing. And, you know, if you get bit by a mosquito or a bee, they'll like freak out and try and like find a way to be able to help you out. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's I can go from modern warfare, which is which is fast to Animal Crossing and it's completely fine. Um, but there are very few games that have played that can pull that off successfully. Um, I don't know how they do it, to be honest, but it, it's working for them. What a, so what a beautiful contrast between Doom, you know, and Animal Crossing coming out on the same day. Um, that's really cool. And I love I love the um, all the memes around Doom and Animal Crossing and how the two companies are kind of embracing all the kind of humor around, you know, the fact that these two games came out at the same time and they're so different. And you see all these great little drawings of the Doom guy in the Animal Crossing world and vice versa. I think it's... um. Yeah, I think it's awesome for, for all of us to have these kind of different options right now in the world. Yep, it's the right time to need it. Yeah, I can't really think of it. A... Go on, Jace. Yeah, I, I just can't think of another time where um, where that's happened with the game release. Like, I, I don't. I mean, plenty of games come out on the same day, right? But I've never really, I've never really seen um, like a a team up like that before. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I'm just curious as to sort of how that came to be. I, I mean, maybe it's just because they are so different. Could it have happened with Modern Warfare and, and Animal Crossing? I don't know. But Doom is like, for me, Doom is like the sort of the father of, of, of first-person shooter games. That, yeah. that probably isn't a correct statement and somebody would yell at me for that. But no, for me, that's point. what I remember. The first first-person shooters were, were like Doom and Wolfenstein, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, at, at the same thing, there isn't really anything out there that's like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is, is, is a genre unto itself. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's just a cool thing that's happened. And um, what, I, what I will say, though, and, and this, is, this is nothing against Doom, it's a fantastic game, but, I mean, Animal Crossing couldn't have come out again at a better time. Oh, great. Like, it's just... It, it, it's you know a lot of people have a lot of free time now, and this game essentially is unlimited replay value, especially at the pace that it moves. Mm. Um, you know, and it allows people who are working from home um, to to actually be able to do their jobs and then go in there and catch a fish or two without the demand or the stress that might come from leveling up on on a battle pass on on modern warfare because you know obviously all that's timed. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 a good time for it. Well, on that note, we might actually tie it up because this is going backwards and forwards with us dropping in and out. Um, hopefully, you're finding a gaming pa- a pastime that's keeping you entertained during these days of isolation. Um, hopefully, you find something that will keep you entertained and we will talk to you again next week and talk more about what we've been doing while in isolation. This has been Versus Player. You found us in the regular places like... Instagram, Facebook, as well as Pocket Casts, the iTunes Store, and the Google Play Store. Hopefully, we'll catch you very soon. This is Player.